Today's word is captioned, What will keep many out of heaven? What will keep many out of heaven? The song says, Forgive us our sins as we forgive. You taught us, Master, to pray. But you alone can grant us grace to live the words we say. We will get back to the word after this. You're listening to Proclaim Gospel Podcast. Coming to you from Tortola, British Virgin Islands. Your host is Evangelist Joel Gums. Welcome back to Proclaim Gospel. Our topic today is, What will keep many out of heaven? Let us go to Luke chapter 11 verse 1 to 4. Let us bow our heads for a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, as we open your word today, a very important topic on forgiveness. I pray that you will open up our hearts and our minds and give us a receptive heart. Touch hearts, change lives, and save souls, I pray. That at the end of this discourse, at the end of this word today, many would understand the importance of forgiving their brother and their sister is my prayer in your son's name with thanksgiving. Amen. Luke 11, 1-4 It says, And it came to pass that as he was praying in a certain place, when he ceased, one of his disciples said unto him, Master, teach us to pray as John also taught his disciples. And he said unto them, When you pray, say, Our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, as in heaven, so in earth. Give us day by day our daily bread, and forgive us our sins, for we also forgive everyone that is indebted to us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. This is the model prayer, not the Lord's Prayer or the Master's Prayer, as many of us have been taught from school days or in kindergarten or even in Sabbath school or Sunday school. The Lord's Prayer or the Master's Prayer is found in St. John chapter 17. This is the model prayer. When we come to Yahweh, we must recognize that He is our Father in heaven, and all that we need, all that we ask for, comes from Him. We must also honor His name, reverence His name, because He is in fact worthy to be praised. He is worthy of our honor. We ask Him for our daily bread, for that which we need. And we recognize our dependence is totally on Him. However, we also are to ask for the forgiveness of our sins. Because we are to forgive everyone who is indebted to us or who has trespassed against us. And asking Yahweh not to lead us into temptation doesn't mean that Yahweh tempts us. But in other words, when we go through our temptation, be there with us. Please, if you allow us to go through the temptation, be there for us and help us to overcome the tempter. Now let us look at what it says in Matthew chapter 6 and verse 14 and 15. It says, For if you forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you forgive not men their trespasses, neither will your Father forgive your trespasses. This is not a threat. This is a direct command from Yahweh. He is letting you know and He is letting me know 
that if we do not forgive those who trespass against us, He will not forgive us our sins. This is what's going to keep a lot of us out of heaven or a lot of you out of heaven or a lot of people out of heaven. And I intend to make it to heaven so I will forgive you if you trespass against me every day. Yes, it is hard to do. Yes, I may open my mouth on you, but I still have to forgive you because my father said, Joel, you will not get your sins forgiven. Doesn't matter how wrong you pray, how hard you pray, you can sleep on your stomach all night praying. If you do not forgive your brother or your sister, I will not forgive your sins. It cannot be any clearer than this. Now we're going to continue with Matthew chapter 18 verse 21 to 35. Then came Peter unto him and said, Master, how often shall my brother sin against me and I forgive him? Till seven times? Yeshua said unto him, I say not unto you until seven times, but until seventy times seven. Wow, that is difficult. You mean to tell me that when I get up on Monday morning to go to work, my neighbor blocks my car in every time, and I cannot get out, and I keep asking them not to block my driveway. I must forgive them. Tuesday morning, they do the same thing. Wednesday morning, they did the same thing down to Friday, down to Saturday, they do the same thing. Or if I go to work and my co-worker keeps annoying me, keeps doing things and provoking me or spreading rumors on me, I must still forgive them. If they bring a railing accusation against me that they know is not true, I must still forgive them. You must still forgive them. It is hard to do, but we have to do it. That is where the grace of Yahweh comes in. He gives us grace to deal with those who are disgraceful. So Yeshua said, until 70 times 7. That's 490 times. Are you supposed to forgive someone 490 times? Well, let us go on and see what it says. Luke chapter 17 verse 3 and 4 says, Yeshua is telling them, Take heed to yourselves. If your brother trespass against you, rebuke him and if he repent forgive him and if he trespass against you seven times in a day and seven times in a day turn to you saying i repent you shall forgive him it's interesting that yeshua says that if your brother trespass against you rebuke him yes you can rebuke them yes you can tell them that they're doing stupidness yes you can pull them up but if he repents he says if he repents forgive him and if he trespass against you seven times in a day, seven times in a day, turn again to you saying, I repent, you have to forgive him. I have to forgive. It is difficult, but it says if he repents. Now what if he does not repent? Does it mean that he should not be forgiven? But even if he refused to repent, you still ought to forgive him because there is instructions given in the scripture by Yeshua that you are to still forgive. He is not coming back to contradict himself. He says if he repent, because even if he does not repent, you and I are tasked with that brotherly love, that agape love, that soul-searching love, that bowels of mercy love, that all-forgiving, all-compassing love to forgive that vagabond or that trespasser against you. Because why? We are trespassers against Yahweh's grace and his love. And while we were yet sinners, Yeshua died for us. The reason why Peter asked the question, 
the Jewish customs urged upon men the duty of forgiving five offenses. Five times they were taught to forgive people. Peter thought that in suggesting seven times he had reached the limit of human patience and many times we reach our limit at two times of being offended and sometimes even once. You see the Jewish custom urged upon men the duty of forgiving five offenses. Only five times they were taught that they must forgive somebody who trespassed against them. Yeshua knew this. He knows our heart so he knows what was inside of Peter's mind and the Jewish people's teaching. And Peter thought that in suggesting seven times he had reached the limit of human patience. Our patience long run out at number two and number three. At number five or number six, that person is dead. That person is dead whether physically or spiritually or symbolically. You sometimes wish you could just knock their head off. This is the truth I'm speaking. I'm talking the gospel truth. But Yeshua would have him understand that those who have the divine mind and were imbued with the divine spirit would exercise forgiveness without limit. The plan and ground of salvation, which is love, is the principle which must be carried out by the human family. Should Yeshua limit his mercy and compassion and forgiveness by a certain number of sins, how many of us would be saved? Many of us will not be saved. Straight to hell, many of us will be going. Yes, the brother and the sister may do wrong. Your wife may wrong you. Your husband may wrong you. Your children may wrong you. Your parents may wrong you. But please forgive them. In order for you to be forgiven of your sins by Yahweh or by his son Yeshua, you must exercise the same forgiveness. The song continues. Forgive our sins as we forgive. You taught us, Master, to pray. But you alone can grant us grace to live the words we say. How can your pardon reach and bless the unforgiving heart that broods on wrongs and will not let old bitterness depart? So many families have gone to the grave because they have not forgiven the one who have stolen their land. They have not forgiven their wives or husbands. They have not forgiven their parents and they have gone to the grave. What danger therein, what danger therein on the day of judgment. My brother and my sister, forgive, forgive because that is the medicine of sweet living. You know, many people go to the doctor and say, Doc, I have a pain in my neck. It's not going away. Oh, I have a headache. It's not going away. And for all the examinations that the doctor will carry out on this person, the doctor cannot find any symptoms that would be um, conducive to the condition or the, the symptoms that these people are facing or experiencing. And sometimes the doctor will ask them straight up, do you have any relationship problems in your life? Has anyone wronged you? Have you forgiven the one that wronged you? And the doctor would realize that many times people are sickly and suffering because they have not forgiven. They have not learned to love and cover a multitude of sin. And they're always in the doctor's office and the doctor is giving them placebo, a sugar-coated candy that they think that they're getting medication. And when the doctor asks them three weeks later, how are you feeling? They say, Doc, I'm feeling good. But it is not the tablet that the doctor gave them. It is because they have forgiven who have wronged them. My brother and my sisters, too many people are sick with hypertension, high blood pressure, ulcer, migraine headache because they are not forgiven. This is the example that Yeshua gave. Still down in Luke chapter 11, it says here, Therefore is the kingdom of heaven likened unto a certain king 
which would take account of his sovereigns. And when he had begun to reckon, one was brought unto him, which owed him ten thousand talents, about a million dollars. But for as much as he had not to pay, his master commanded him to be sold, and his wife and his children, and all that he had, and payment be made. Now that is hard. That is a difficult one. Your wife to be sold? They will abuse her. They will use her. They will do all manner of evil to her. And your children will become slaves? This is a very hard thing. Then the servant fell down and worshipped him, saying, Master, have patience with me and I will pay thee all. And the master of that servant was moved with compassion, and loosed him, and forgave him the debt. But the same servant, listen carefully, but the same servant went out and found one of his fellow servants, which owed him an hundred pence, and he laid hands on him. This servant, or this man, owed this guy who was forgiven by his master. Then the servant therefore fell down and worshipped him, saying, Master, have patience with me, and I will pay thee all. Then the Lord of that servant was moved with compassion and loosed him and forgave him the debt. But the same servant, hear me now, but the same servant went out and found one of his fellow servants, which owed him an hundred pence. And he laid hands on him and took him by the throat, saying, Pay me that thou owest. In other words, give me what you owe me, give me my money. Maybe he wanted to shake the money from that man so he can go and pay his master. But in any event, the disparity, the great difference between what he owed his master and what his fellow servant owed him was chickpeas, was pennies to millions of dollars. And he held that man in the, in the collar and he shook him and he said to him, let me tell you something, give me what you owe. Sometimes we owe people money or sometimes people owe us money and we go on so bad with them we don't sleep at night because of the evil sometimes many people think towards these people who owe them we planning or not we many people plan and they plot how to get back at them and it's just the same thing in this situation then as now people are owing the landlord's house rent they're owing on their loans their car loans and their mortgages and the bank is not scruffling them up the bank gives them time and time and chance to come in even months and sometimes they get a year to come in and to reconcile their loans and these very people go out there and because somebody owes them $50 compared to their loan of thousands of dollars. They owe hundreds of dollars to the bank in their car loan, their car payment. And somebody owes them a $20 or a $50 or a $100. And they go out there and they curse the person bitterly. They tell them where they were born and they tell them how they were born. They say all manner of evil against these people and they think all manner of violence and hatred in their heart to these people but they owe the banks and they owe so much more am i talking truth today am i talking truth and his fellow servant fell down at his feet and besought him saying have patience with me and i will pay you i will pay you all and he would not but went and cast him into prison till he should pay the debt so when his fellow servants saw what he had done in other words when those who witnessed saw what he had done to this man they were very sorry for this man and they came and they told their lord or their master all that was done then his lord said after that he had called him said unto him O thou wicked servant I forgave you all that debt because you desirest me in other words because you pleaded with me you begged me and I had compassion on you and it goes on to say here in verse 33 
shouldest not thou also have had compassion on thy fellow servant, even as I had pity on you? And his master was wrought. In other words, his master was vexed, rightfully so. Man, he was vexed with this man to the point where he said, let me tell you something. Take this scoundrel. Those are my words. He said, take this man and deliver him to the tormentors. And his master was wroth and delivered him to the tormentors till he should pay all that was due unto him. So likewise shall my heavenly father Yeshua say now, so likewise shall my heavenly father do also unto you if you from your heart forgive not everyone his brother their trespasses. This is very serious. This is a very serious situation. Many Christians are going to church Saturday after Saturday, Sunday after Sunday, dressed down to kill. The women with their big brim hat with two feet of hat around their heads, looking so saintly and so pious, looking so godly. And here it is, these people are not forgiving their neighbors. They may have just had a cuss out with their neighbor and have gone into church and not seek the forgiveness of that person. Yahweh is saying, Yeshua is saying, let me tell you something. All of you out there who are refusing to forgive, if he commits adultery on you, if she commits adultery on you, if they did this to you, if they did that to you, if they stole your land, forgive them. Forgive them their trespasses because you have done worse. And every time you sin, hear me now. Every time you sin against Yeshua, every time you sin against Yahweh's son, you crucify him again afresh. But yet still, he still forgives you. Every time you come to him, he forgives you. And you have to forgive your brother and your sister if you want to make it into Yahweh's kingdom. So if I have wronged you, forgive me. In order to make it into the kingdom, you have got to forgive me. It is not me. It is not your neighbor saying that. It is not the church saying that. It is not your pastor saying that. This is the one who is going to forgive you, whose forgiveness you are asking, who died for you, who forgave you your sins. That is why he went to the cross of Calvary so that you and I would be saved eternally. He forgave you. That is the greatest act of love. The forgiveness of our sins on the cross of Calvary and the daily forgiving of our sins every time we trust against Yahweh and his son Yeshua Hamashiach. It also says here in Matthew chapter 5 verse 23 to 24. Therefore if you bring your altar to the gift and there remembers that your brother had ought against you, leave there your gift before the altar and go your way. First be reconciled to your brother and then come and offer your gift. In other words, Yeshua is saying, I don't want your gift. I don't want to see you or your gift until you go and make it right with your brother, until you go and make it right with your sister. Why are you coming to me? Yeshua is saying, when you have iniquity in your heart. In other words, when you have skeletons in your closet, go and make it right with your brother and your sister because forgiveness does you more than what it does to the person you're forgiving. Forgiveness does more to you and me than what it is doing to the person you are forgiving. I looked at um, a documentary on television a few years ago where a mother, her son was brutally murdered by someone. The person was convicted and was in jail serving lifetime. The mother said for many years she had no peace and she could not live properly because she was filled with anger and hate. Because you see, the devil took her over. The devil took over her mind and she was always bitter in life. And she said, no man, something is wrong. 
and she said what she will do she will go to the prison and she will tell this man she will look him in the eyes and say I forgive you so the appointment was made she went and she saw the man that killed her son they spoke and he cried and he said he was sorry and she said what you did was terrible but I came here today to tell you I forgive you and after that meeting that day that woman lived so peacefully after that because she had released a load. She had laid aside every weight that so easily beset her from running the race. That race to the heavenly kingdom with patience. She had put, she had laid down her weight at the foot of the cross and she was given the strength to go to the prison and tell that murderer of her son, I forgive you. That is hard to do. Many people in this community have lost loved ones because they have been gunned down and there's violence and blood shed for bloodshed always continue because you kill my son i will kill your son and that is not the way it should be love covers a multitude of sin and first john 1 9 says if we confess our sins he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness so how can yeshua forgive you when you have an unforgiven heart if you have a spirit in you of unforgiveness and bitterness yeshua is saying he will not forgive you your sin so this is what's going to keep a lot of christians out of heaven it's sad but true the song continues saying in blazing light your cross reveals the truth we dimly knew how trifling others debts to us how great our debt to you master cleanse the debts within our souls and bid resentment cease then by your mercy reconciled our lives will spread your peace amen would you say hallelujah as i come down to the end psalms 139 verse 23 to 24 says search me o yahweh and know my heart Try me and know my thoughts, and see if there be any wicked way in me, and lead me in the way everlasting. We have got to ask Yahweh, because it is only Yahweh's grace and His love and His mercy can allow us to remove everything in us that the enemy would want to put there. We are human beings, we are of the flesh, we are weak, we are frail. And we have got to pray and say, Father in heaven, search me and know my heart. Know me, Father in heaven, try me and know my thoughts. So Father in heaven, please know my heart, know me and try me and know my thoughts and see if there be any wicked way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. Lead me, Yahweh, lead me in the way everlasting for I am weak, I am feeble, O Father in heaven. That should be our prayer, that should be our cry and psalm 66 verse 18 to 20 the psalmist continues but if i regard iniquity in my heart yahweh will not hear me verse 19 says but verily yahweh had heard me verily yahweh had heard me he had attended to the voice of my prayer yes he will hear you when you forgive those who have trespassed against you and if you have no iniquity in your heart he will surely hear you Father in heaven, it is only Ruach HaKodesh, your Holy Ghost power, that can give us that love to forgive somebody. For love covers a multitude of sin. So today, Father, I pray that you will give them the strength. You will give them the power and the ability to love and to forgive, Father in heaven, so that they can have their sins forgiven and make it into your eternal kingdom. It's hard to do, but it's not impossible. I can do all things through Yeshua who strengthens me. So Father, I know, I know that you can make it happen. So today, Father, I pray that you will please forgive. In your son's name with thanksgiving. Amen.
If this broadcast has been a blessing to you, you can write us at Proclaim Gospel, P.O. Box 336, Rowtown Tortola, British Virgin Islands. Or you may email us at ProclaimGospelVI at gmail.com. Our telephone number is 1-284-547-4601. If you desire Bible studies or prayer, please contact us. Yahweh bless you.